Welcome to the house of the Lord on this wonderful Sunday evening. It's great to be with each of you tonight. If you have your Bibles, turn to Revelation chapter 22. Revelation 22, verses 1 and 2. And he showed me a pure river of water of life. Clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street, and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. To one, a river speaks of life, provision, cleansing, washing. It speaks of joy and gladness. And to another, it strikes fear, unknowns, risks, and dangers. And in the natural, there are risks involved with rivers. I'm sure there are some stories. We understand the dangers involved. The reality is that in many parts of the world, rivers are the lifeline for communities. The lifeline for villages, tribes, families, Generations. You travel abroad, you speak to those in communities where the river is the lifeline. That same river is provided for generations. Without the river, they would go hungry. Without the river, they would go thirsty. Without the river, they would have no means of cleansing, no means of washing. Without the river, joy and gladness would cease to exist. For these, the river, the river means living. There is a river that is not natural, yet it undeniably affects the natural. What river are we talking about tonight the river of God for those that do not know the Lord this river can strike fear unknowns uncertainty it appears risky and dangerous for those that do not know the Lord this river may appear foolish fanciful unrealistic unbelievable Yet how can one not recognize the impact of the river? As the believer lives out life, a life impacted by the river of God, a life changed by the river of God. As the unbeliever witnesses the life of the believer, witnesses the provision, the cleanliness, the joy and gladness. 
The witness of a life surrendered to the river of God can certainly cause the unbeliever to question their fears. Welcome the unknowns. Weigh the risks and dangers they perceive. You know, perhaps it's only foolishness to them because they are perishing without the river. Perhaps they need this fanciful, seemingly unrealistic, unbelievable river after all. I want to say to all of us here tonight, never downplay the impact the river has on your life. Never underestimate the witness. Never try and conceal it and never be ashamed. To us, the river speaks of life, the river of God. It speaks of provision, cleansing, washing, joy, and gladness. In our world, the river of God is the lifeline. And it's been providing for generations. Without the river, we would go hungry. Without the river, we would go thirsty. Without the river, we would have no means of cleansing and washing. And without the river, joy and gladness would cease to exist. For us, the river means living. Where does this river come from? Where does it flow from? Where is its source? The Voice Bible reads, My heavenly guide brought me to the river of pure living waters, shimmering as brilliantly as crystal. It flowed out from the throne of God and of the Lamb, flowing down the middle and dividing the street of the holy city. On each bank of the river stood the tree of life, firmly planted, bearing twelve kinds of fruit, and producing its sweet crop every month throughout the year. And the soothing leaves that grew on the tree of life provided precious healing for the nations. This river flows out from the throne of God and of the Lamb. And my, how the river of God blesses us, how it affects us and has affected us, how it impacts our living and our world. I'm sure each one of us that know the Lord, that have spent any time in the river, spent any time feeding in the river, being cleansed in the river, washed in the river, times of joy and gladness can truly say that the river of God is our lifeline. You know, I'm not sure of each one's theology concerning Revelation, but I will say this, there is no mistaking the impact this holy river flowing from the throne of God has had and is having on me, on my family, on you, on your families. And right now, I declare that it is the answer for the healing of the nations. In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 47, we read of a river. Ezekiel 47, verses 1 to 6, Then he brought me back to the door of the temple, and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple south of the altar. He brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around on the other side to the outer gateway that faces east. 
And there was water running out on the right side. And when the man went out, went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits, and he brought me through the waters. The water came up to my ankles. And again he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters, and the water came up to my knees. And again he measured 1,000 and brought me through, and the water came up to my waist. Again he measured 1,000. And it was a river that I could not cross, for the water was too deep, water in which one must swim. A river that could not be crossed, he said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. Where does this river come from? Where does it flow from? Where is its source? Verses 7 to 12 When I returned there along the bank of the river, along the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and the other. Then he said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region, goes down into the valley and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the rivers go will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there for they will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. It shall be that fishermen will stand by it. They will stand at these places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be the same kinds as the fish of the great sea exceedingly many but its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt along the bank of the river, on the side, on this side and that, will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Hear the word of the Lord tonight. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves medicine. We've read it tonight, flowing from the temple, flowing from the sanctuary. And perhaps to some here tonight, this application may seem a little too spiritual, but how can we not believe this reality? The temple of the Lord, the house of the Lord, the sanctuary of the Lord. There is a river flowing And there is no denying the impact it is having on me, on my family, on you, on your families. And right now, it's the medicine the nations need, the river flowing in the sanctuary. Flowing in and from the house of the Lord. You say, ah, it's just a building, just a space for gathering, just a floor and a set of walls. No. Reading from the message, now he brought me back to the entrance. Brought me back to the entrance to the temple. I saw water pouring out from under the temple porch to the east. The temple faced east. The water poured from the south side of the temple, south of the altar. Then he took me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the gate complex on the east. The water was gushing 
from under the south front of the temple. He walked to the east with a measuring tape and measured off 1,500 feet, leading me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet, leading me through water that was knee deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet, leading me through water waist deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet. By now it was a river over my head, water to swim in, water no one could possibly walk through. He said, Son of man, have you had a good look? And then he took me back to the riverbank. Let the Spirit of the Lord speak today. Let the Spirit of the Lord speak tonight. While sitting on the bank, I noticed a lot of trees on both sides. On both sides of the river, he told me this water flows east, descends to the Arabah, and then into the sea, the sea of stagnant waters. When it empties into those waters, the sea will become fresh. Wherever the river flows, life will flourish. Great schools of fish, yes, because the river is turning the salt sea into fresh water. Where the river flows, life abounds. Fishermen will stand shoulder to shoulder along the shore. Along the shores, casting their nets, and I wonder if we could receive a prophetic statement tonight. Fishers of men, casting their nets, the sea will teem with fish of all kinds, like the fish of the great Mediterranean. The swamps and marshes won't become fresh. They'll stay salty, but the river itself on both banks will grow fruit trees of all kinds. Their leaves won't wither, their fruit won't fail. Every month they'll bear fresh fruit because the river from the sanctuary flows to them. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. I remember many years ago being in India at a pastor's conference. I preached out of Ezekiel 47. And this day, years later, the message hasn't changed. How the Lord wants to use the river to impact our lives. How the Lord wants to work in our lives and into our lives. What the Lord wants to work into our lives. And what the Lord wants to make of us. Ezekiel 47 verse 3, And when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits. And he brought me through the waters. The water came up to my ankles. I remember being in swimming lessons as a child, and I've been reminded of the process as a parent with children that have been in swimming lessons. And if you don't know what happens, let me fill you in. You get to the pool, and it's lesson time. First swimming lesson ever, and as a child, you want to head straight for the big diving board. And if the instructor lets you go, my, how confidence would soon crater. You see, naturally speaking, we can't handle what comes after diving off the board. Why? Because we can't swim. So what happens? We sit down on the edge of the pool, the bank, 
and dangle our feet in the water. And soon the time comes when the instructor brings us through the waters and the water comes up to our ankles. We say, what's the point? What's the lesson here? Let it be applied in this manner today. The Lord wants to work strength and stability into us. Ankle strength. That we are able to stand. Able to stand fast. Able to stand for what is right and what is holy. Able to stand for what is righteous and upright. You see, as a child, this lesson can seem like it takes forever. When do I get to go off the high diving board? When do I get to go in the deep end? It's my river, says the Lord. Let me bring you through the waters. (laughs) And then the time comes when the instructor leads us further into the water. We read verse 4. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters. The water came up to my knees. You said, what possible lesson is there here? Isn't it true that the Lord wants to work prayer and intercession into us? Knee strength up to the knees. To turn us into prayer warriors. To turn us into people that pray deep prayers, crying out to the Lord. Prayers that are less and less shallow. Yes, and then the instructor takes us further into the water. And now the water comes up to our waist. Verse 4, again he measured 1,000 and brought me through. The water came up to my waist. What's the lesson here? The lesson here is this. The Lord wants to make us fruitful. The Lord wants to make us fruit bearers. The King James Version reads, again he measured 1,000 and brought me through. The waters were to the loins. I trust you can receive the word of the Lord tonight. See, these lessons are impacting us personally, and these lessons worked into us will impact others. I don't know about you tonight. I can't speak for you tonight. I can only hope for you tonight that your desire would be strength and stability, that you'd say, Lord, lead me into the river, lead me into the waters. I want ankle strength. I want to be a prayer warrior. I want knee strength. I want to bear fruit. Waters that come up to my waist. And this is what the Lord is seeking to do in this generation and with this generation. It doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop at the waist. One day the instructor leads us out even further into the water. Verse 5, again, he measured 1,000. And it was a river that I could not cross, for the river was too deep. Water in which one must swim. A river that could not be crossed. The lesson here, what's the Lord saying here? The Lord wants to make swimmers out of us. A people that get fully immersed. 
the people that go all in. The voice reads, this time I couldn't wade any farther because the water was too deep. Now the stream of water had become a river deep enough for swimming. And I feel the Spirit of the Lord putting out a call today. I hear the Spirit of the Lord putting out a call. See Him standing and calling us to follow Him today as He leads us out deeper than we've ever been. In a group like this tonight, there may be some here that are sitting on the edge of the bank dangling their feet in the water. In a group like this tonight, there may be some that have been content with waiting in the water. Is there anyone here tonight that's chosen for whatever reason to shore up their life? You've pulled yourself out of the river, and this decision has affected you. You've lost your stability and strength. You struggle to pray. You aren't bearing fruit like you used to. And you don't know if you remember how to swim. The Lord is our great instructor. And the report tonight is that he is here to lead us out into the water. Water to the ankles, water to the knees, water to the waist, and water in which one must swim. You can have the worship team return tonight. As I was preparing the message, I saw the picture of some wearing water wings, some with a flotation device, some wearing life jackets. Now, I'm not entirely sure what these represent. I could take a guess. But I'm not sure what they represent for the individual. But I know that the Lord is calling us tonight to take them off and to set them aside. The waters of God are still the answer for the healing of nations, the healing of our nation, a river flowing out from the throne of God and of the Lamb and a river flowing out from the sanctuary of God and of the Lamb. The waters of God are still the answer for our healing. The river of God is our lifeline. I pray that we never lose that. Think of the village that has been sustained by this river, been provided for, for generation after generation. All that the river means to them. His river really does bring dead things to life, doesn't it? So impacted by the river of God. If we are here tonight and we are sitting on the edge, 
The Lord wants to take us by the hand. He wants to lead us out. He wants to lead us out, but we have to choose to follow. He's not going to drag us out to where the water comes up to our ankles. We have to choose to walk out to the point where the water comes up to our ankles, where we receive and learn stability and strength. And he's not going to force us to become a person of prayer, a prayer warrior, someone who has found themselves in the river, in the water, with water up to their knees. He's just saying, I'm inviting you. It's the greatest life. And he's inviting us to go further and follow him out as he measures off. That we would become those that are fruitful. Fruitful in the kingdom. And then he's calling us to go further. To let go. To swim. Never forget that the river is the lifeline. Never downplay the impact the river has had and is having on your life, on your family, on your children. Don't try and hide it. Don't try and conceal it. And never be ashamed of it. Never be ashamed of it. Let's stand tonight. We're just going to sing out this song. We already sang it. There's a river of love that's here. Let's just take a few minutes and respond to the Lord. Whatever the Spirit is saying to you tonight, open up your heart. Don't hold back. Let's say, Lord, lead me. If you've shored up your life for whatever reason, say, Lord, I don't want to live that kind of life any longer. Set those doubts aside, those fears aside. Could I ever have the strength and stability again? The answer is yes, if you let him lead you out. Could I ever pray prayers like that again? I feel like I don't even know how to pray. It's possible if you let him lead you out. Will there ever come a day where I bear fruit once again like I bore fruit in the past? Listen, you can bear greater fruit, but you got to let him lead you out. Is there joy and gladness? There's joy and gladness. Listen, it's not risky when it's with the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, let your river flow in this house right now, God. Let the river flow in the sanctuary of the Lord. Let it impact our lives and change us, oh God. Let it change us. Let it carry us away, God. Thank you, Jesus. Is a river of love. That's here is a river of grace. That's here. You're invited.
to come and swim with him.